0: For two-plus decades now, Blue October has been stirring audiences. We've watched, followed, and loved them from the early beginnings of hate me to whatever they show us tomorrow. We bleed blue, and many of us have used that blue blood and this amazing music to get through our own experiences. It's always been there. Welcome to Just Sway, the blue experience, where your host, Lucas Peterson, takes on and shares everything Blue October. Let's Just Sway personal
1: Some of the most important things in the world are family and love. And it's been said that you don't choose your family, but that they are God's gift to you. And the love between family is not to be mistaken for anything but pure and readily available. And as such, family will always be there whenever you need. They should stand by you at all times, celebrating your highs and helping to pick you up during the lows. There's nothing much that compares to that feeling of belonging to a family. My name is Lucas Peterson, and welcome to Just Sway, Episode 11, Blue Family. Remember, if you enjoy Just Sway, please do me a favor and leave a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you haven't done so yet, hit that little subscribe button and you'll be notified automatically when a new episode is available. You can also follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Just Sway Show. I would love to hear and see what you have to say about the podcast. So take a screenshot and tag the show, and make sure to share with your friends too. As Blue October fans, we are blessed to have an additional extended family. A blue family, as so many of us call them. A connection with what are usually complete strangers that runs deep, intertwining our lives with one another. It's a limitless connection to which the usual boundaries of close groups do not seem to apply. No matter who you may be in your life, your age, geographic region, or what continent you call home, once you're part of the Blue family, it's like you were always there. As a fan for 16 years now, I've known about the Blue family for a while. Of course, knowing about it and being able to describe it in detail to the degree that someone looking at it from the outside might be able to relate with, well, that's an altogether different challenge. And like so many things surrounding this band, this music, and this man, discussing and exploring what this Blue family is all about is exactly what Just Sway was created for. We all experience and have our own unique feelings for the Blue family. So it was something I was very excited to talk with others about when I first started Just Sway. Let's first hear from Katie, a local musician herself from the Pennsylvania area. Katie's insight and experience with the Blue family extends to more than just fellow concert goers. In Katie's description, that blue family support extends outside the bounds of usual artists. Back
0: on the train
1: to find me another one. We know how allegiant, you know, the blue family, the blue fans are. So, oh, for sure. both of us being a part of that, mm-hmm. which kind of leads Absolutely. into, you know, another thing I talk with people about is that blue family you know this this loyalty that this band does endear in its fans what do you feel about that or how did what have you seen or what are some kind of cool things to come out of that
2: like their loyalty to their fans either
1: both both of their loyalty to their fans and And our
2: loyalty to them
1: yeah yep
2: loyalty to us to them i see the same people at every show all the time whether that it's a, a year later, or the day after at another venue. So I, I meet up, I, like I have friends <laughs> that I meet at these shows, and
3: mm-hmm. they,
2: they always show their support and come out every time they're around. So it's cool, it's like a little family. You know, they're also, all the Blue October fans have been really cool with my music as well too. Like, I'll post a video. Hey, if you like Blue October, I cover a lot of their stuff, but here's the song of mine actually that video that you saw from PA live, like it got like 5,000 views just for me posting it in a October page. October cool. people, like fans, like they're legit. Like they're awesome. And they're really cool. Uh, really, uh, loyal to, uh, to October too. Like, just like I said, going out to the shows, going, you know, getting their meet and greets and they're getting, uh, the merch and stuff. So it's cool. I like the fact that, uh, You can get a meet-and-greet pass. I don't ever. I've never done a meet-and-greet before other than the one that I, I got for free for someone didn't show up and the radio guy was like, here you go, you can have it. But I usually meet them before or after the show. Yeah, it's never... But I always, like, I'll buy, like, a merch item and then they're behind the booth signing stuff after the show. So it's like, they go beyond... Like, you don't see that very often anymore. Like, bands just do, like, the VIP stuff and then, like, that's it like you don't get that chance, but for them, they like stick it out and wait. Like we'll be behind the merch booth. Come say hi to us after the show and they'll wait until everyone's left the building. I I see it every, every time I see them, they do that. And it's awesome.
1: Yeah. There's a connection and they realize it. you know, between them and the fans and they cultivate it, they keep it real. They keep it alive and doing that is what keeps that. That energy Absolutely. for them and there's I mean let's call it what it is I'm sure there's a huge rush as well I don't know if that rush ever goes away but when you when you can come out and meet people who are incredibly excited just to meet you I
4: right. mean
1: who wouldn't want that you know there's a, there's an ego thing there right mm-hmm. we all have an ego everyone has an ego uh, but yet right. they're not egotistical about it. They don't. No, they're not. Oh, you're meeting me, you know. And Justin's talked openly about that. How he used to be, he used to have a much bigger ego and think he was, you know, so much above everybody because he would call himself. He'd be like, "I'm Justin fucking Furstenfeld. and right, <laughs> you know. And that's kind of <laughs> gone away now. You know, he's he's much more humble. Finding yeah. his higher power, I believe, did that to him. But it's it's been great to see.
2: He's so humble. He told me <laughs> this was funny and I bought his book. It was like a year ago and he goes, make sure you read it when you're on the toilet. That's the best place to read it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Justin, thanks. <laughs>
1: and then, take a picture of it in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> oh, the good old, I just peed Instagram posts, right? That shit still cracks me up. Classic Justin moments. We all laugh along with and love to follow. And that certainly helped them to, as Katie touched on there, connect with their fans and give us an inside thing to share amongst this community, this Blue family. And another one of the most alluring aspects of being part of this Blue family as a Blue October fan is the incredible sharing that Justin and some of the other guys give us into parts of their life. And with obvious added emphasis, especially Justin. If you follow him on Instagram, which is at Blue October Band, you'll see him posting often about personal times with his own family. And he's so open and sharing that many fans know his family by name and sight. In talking with Manny G about his own experience with the Blue family, that chance encounter and ability to interact with Justin's family came up as we talked about how him and I had met. The community mm. this builds. I I don't meet Mr. Manuel Gonzalez in Abilene on June 6, 2018. If I'm not at a Blue October 18. concert, but the cool part is like, you know, these relationships that you can make and build. And the other people we met that night, too, like yeah. Bailey, Andrea, you know, uh, Valerie. It's just oh, it's poor Bailey that night. She, remember, she op- got drenched. drenched. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know if it was poor Bailey or not. No, she ended up getting <laughs> to hang out with him. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying like, uh so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you Know, like,
1: what, is that, what does that mean to you? Like, that was your first concert, so that's the first time you're experiencing it, uh-huh. and we're gonna see it tonight, I guarantee you. Yeah, you know, because we're going there, you and I are gonna go see him tonight in yeah. San
0: Antonio, and we have the general admission world, well, the standing area. Yep, so we, and like, I wouldn't want to be sitting for this concert. Oh, no, yeah, so no, like that. you know, seeing you know, those tickets, I was like, yes, I want to yeah. be standing.
1: Yeah, well, if I'm getting a seat. It's going to go unused. Yeah. I'll like <laughs> as soon know. as they come on, just boom. If yeah. You-, you know, I had that conversation last night. We were, we were up on the lawn in, mm-hmm. in Dallas and all these people around there, like the people behind us, cause it's this giant open area and you just kind of claim a spot. Mm-hmm. And I told the people, <laughs> you know, that I was with, I'm like, I hope they like seeing the backside of me. Cause once <laughs> this, once blue October comes on, I'm not sitting down. Yeah. Like I'm going to be moving. I'm a, I'm. You know, I'm there for the show. I'm not there to sit and watch a screen. Yeah, I'm there to get up and to feel that music and to let it just be there with me and and be there with it. You know, so to say. The moment. But yeah, but like I don't know. Like, what do you think? Back to the community aspect. Like,
0: what did you feel after you left? abilene yeah, i i mean i met some amazing people like you for one and just like everyone that got to share those feelings and emotions that their music gave to me sure i got to see and hear other people's stories you know while we we're waiting for them to come back on uh, it's a it is a great community of people that follow him
1: yeah it's a you know i've heard so many people say it but it's a blue family yeah like it truly is you walk in there to that meet and greet and we're all waiting. Remember we we're all waiting out there in the hot for the sound check and
0: we're just like, Oh my goodness. Oh man. Uh well, we had to wait right outside the wait, wait in line at the venue. Yeah to get in even. Yeah. And they brought us a, a pack of waters.
1: Yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They all they're like, "Yeah, we don't need anybody passing out in
0: here. <laughs> it was yeah. so hot that day. Yeah. But
1: nobody was complaining.
0: No, we were nobody was. Yeah. No. I think I might have heard one off you know, off the collar complaint, but I mean other than that everyone was willing to wait and happy to wait yeah and then you know when when we got in there and you know and like the cool thing like is you know with his fans he's comfortable with you know, having his kids run around right because you know, like he knows his fans are you know cool and chill how many bands do you would you think that
1: you walk in there and all of a sudden like they're not behind any gate no security nobody else around them that's yeah. unrestricted his family yeah and nobody and then on that same respect None of us are going over there. Yeah. None of us are intruding on that time. Yeah. You know, we're all very respectful. Like, that's not our place. Yeah. We just know. Yeah. Like, it's so cool. And the fact that they're there and...
0: Just hanging out with us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, m- remember him talking to, to Sadie and kind of teasing her and then teasing Blue a little bit, too, <laughs> that day? You know, and actually, that that was a big thing for me, It's walking in there and having followed him through the custody stuff and seeing... His oldest daughter there yeah was like dude this is why you struggled yeah this the, is what this. you struggled for and it's so cool to just see like that come to fruition and see how the positive energy that he put out to that in going mm-hmm. through his recovering and his recovery and just saying I'm gonna stop fighting and I'm gonna start praying and how it's come around full circle for him yeah. It sounds like they just have an awesome relationship, him and him and his oldest daughter. So yeah, right.
0: Like, I remember, so I remember seeing a post where you know, because he's not, um, I don't think he's allowed to post any photos of Blue. So there was a post where he, it was him and Sadie, and Blue was with them, and you know, he mentioned that she was there, and I was like, yes, yeah,
1: yes. right. We all just kind of feel for it. It's like, yeah. yep, that's super cool. Yeah. Like, that's why. Like again, that's why he connects on so many people that have gone through that. I've gone through custody battles and stuff like that and it's tough but you know i'm so glad that i've had that music and then i can do the same thing you do like i can turn it back i can remember it and then i can go well i made it through yeah like i'm okay yeah you so know marked. and he was there and i wasn't alone that music was there that music got me through it yeah bring it on hell yeah
0: you yeah. know Conquer the world. <laughs> all right, dude. All right. We got to get going at the I concert, gotta people. got to get going. <laughs> we got to get some Blue October in. Like, what I, a perfect we, time. I was about to mention that. I was like, how awesome is it that we're recording this right before we go see them? I know. Now we're all like jazzed up. We're yeah, all hyped. Got, got, got those emotions, you know, <laughs> boiling up in us by talking about, you know, this amazing band. Right. And now we're about to go see them live.
1: Yeah. In San Antonio. Somewhere new for me, but yeah. yeah I love it. New city, new new everything.
0: So at the, Here in San Antonio at the Aztec Theater. Yeah, I love it.
1: Ironic that I am right now again in San Antonio recording this episode. Maybe I just needed to get back here and feel that energy from a year ago all over. No concert today or tonight, though. Just this beautiful Texas sunshine, enjoying the day, loving doing this. But I'm eagerly awaiting that next blue show and a chance to meet more friends. So what is it, this connection with the Blue family? Why does it feel like we can meet strangers at a concert or through an online forum and just connect to each other so quickly? When I talked with and asked Farah that question, her response was simply put in that, you can just be yourself. We just seem to get it in this community, in this group, this Blue family.
3: There's a sisterhood, and it's awesome to to have that as well. The blue family. Yes, yes. yes. Because there's nothing like blue October fans.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you? What is it to you when you say that? What does that mean?
3: Um. What to be a fan
1: well not, not necessarily to be a fan, I mean we don't have to define like yeah, there's not any certain litmus test, but when you when you say there's nothing like blue October fans, what comes to mind? What is it that palpable sense that you get from? From the people that do follow and love, we all
3: get we all get it. We all get what it's like to not be perfect, to be broken, and to uh, a lot of us get about get you know be able to come on the other side of it and then celebrate each other you know our our victories and and just you can't explain mental illness to someone who doesn't who's not been there or it's not touched their life. You can't explain addiction. To someone that has not been through it or it hasn't touched their life, and there's so many people that actually do experience this, and it's unfortunately it's still taboo in a lot of ways. People don't want to talk about it, and uh, you know this band just I guess gives a gives a way for people to be them, you know. And so many more people are just about. I mean, it's just is. I don't know. I'm. A, I think I'm a fan because I'm just. I feel like I'm with like-minded people when I talk. You know, online to friends that I've met. You know, on there, and you know, it's just. Uh, I like the positivity that the band represents and now. the music represents. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I completely right there with you, and that's kind of what I'm trying to capture here is to tell those stories and to get more of that out and certainly to have a little bit of that mental health awareness raising because I think that is a big push for Justin and Absolutely. you see it on the forums and I see it when I talk to people and it, you know you don't always have to have gone through exactly what somebody else has gone through either like I've I've never dealt with addiction but I've dealt with child custody stuff so I can relate with Justin on that stuff. And mental health, I cannot say that I've really dealt with mental health stuff. I've gone and seen a therapist for, oh five five some years. But I'm not diagnosed anxious or anxiety or bipolar disorder or anything like that. And yet at the same time, we watch somebody on stage and we watch him bring his craft to this and it's amazing. And then we hear the struggle so going back to 2006, what was it? Where where were you? How did you how did you come in? Besides the interview, or was that the first exposure?
3: I think I of course just heard "Hate Me" on the radio. Okay. Um, and then I went out and bought a CD. My daughter was six at the time, and so her favorite song was X amount of words. <laughs> yeah. And we used to jam that to my little six-year-old, but "Hate Me" struck me because my daughter's dad it was like that song was us was about us um he was a heroin addict okay. and alcoholic se- severely and that is that that's very difficult to be a, be a loved one of someone who is who has that type of struggle who is, who their addiction has taken them to that level
4: mm-hmm. you
3: know and so hate me it just, it was, it was. I couldn't have, I, I don't think I ever related more to a song.
1: The first time I felt
2: rain, the first time I felt pain, you took that away. The first time you opened up, the first time
3: you closed up, I feel.
1: Relating with a song to a moment in time or a struggle in life is something very human. And using that connection with the music, and in this case, with the band, to share your experiences with others is an incredibly positive outlet for anyone. And as Farrah pointed out, for those people who have gone through or are still experiencing some of those particular struggles like addiction or mental health issues, it can be comforting to be among other people who can empathize. The reach of the Blue family is so strong that the phrase, being among others, can take on a little different meaning. I connected with Cheryl online after viewing some of her comments or posts within some of the Blue October Facebook groups. Her story and her connection with the music and the band is unique because, as you'll clearly hear, Cheryl is from a land far, far away. But even though she's on the other side of the world in New Zealand, the Blue family helps to keep Cheryl engaged. And the energy she has for Blue October and the music is undeniable.
4: Why it's so cool um, chatting to people in America or wherever they are in the UK, across the world, who who are into it because you've got this connection, this um, similar interest that you share.
1: And who else? uh, You know, you said you've talked with the person in the UK. It was a relative, right? A cousin?
4: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: And what other kind of connections have you gotten through the band? I mean, obviously you and I are talking right now through the band, but what, what else can you tell me?
4: Um, that's about it, really. I haven't really um, had any one-on-one conversations. Just if I comment in um, some of the posts on Facebook, I get some comments back. Um, I had taken to putting lyrics up that really struck me because uh, that's the other thing about of October I find. Uh, lyrically they're so interesting and clever and um, a lot of bands you listen to and their lyrics are very basic but that's what hooks you about Blue October and I guess Justin because of not just because how the lyrics affect you or how they fit in with your life but also just how actually clever they are how he builds a song how it, it plays out that part of it I really really love.
1: Totally in your camp right there as well. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that you just can't explain. It's just something about the way he puts those words and you're like, dude, what are you in my head? Like,
4: Ah, yes. You know. Yeah. How <laughs> he expresses himself. And I just think, oh, look at that talent. I just, um, I think writing lyrics is very hard. I don't think many people do it very well at all. And I think he's absolutely one of them. And I think you have to be a poet at heart. Um, and that's often how they start out, isn't it? Their poetry that they can put to music, and sometimes the most unlikely things that you wouldn't think would fit into a song, and yet yeah, that just works perfectly. Very yeah. well
1: said. Pretty sure Blue October hasn't been to either Australia yeah. or New Zealand. Do you watch people's posts of like concert performances or anything like that? Yes,
4: all the time. <laughs> I love watching them in concert. That's the other thing, is that I almost prefer all their live versions of songs uh, to their studio recordings um, because of the extra energy uh, or spin they can put on it when they're playing live. If they went to anywhere in Australia, I'd be there. I absolutely would get a ticket and go. I'm actually thinking right now, I need to get to the US and come and see them because I, I need to see them live at some stage.
1: That's fascinating to me, though, that you say that about the concerts, and you're describing that, and that that has translated through, or it does translate through, in you watching them just on video.
4: Oh, absolutely. I feel like um, it's wow technology that allows us to do this, that you can be watching. You could be watching live, and I can be watching it as well. I mean what a time to live in that we can do those kinds of things. And um, I love watching video just in such a performer, actually the whole band, as I say, it's a whole package that just hooks you. And um, I just think if it was, um, it, that's how it feels through video. Imagine it live right in front of my face. It just blow me away. It'd be amazing.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty spectacular thing. It's, it's something that, you know, people go to and they leave and immediately are like, when's the next one? When's the next yeah.
4: one? Yeah. <laughs> and people post about this is my seventh, eighth show, and I'm so jealous. <laughs> ah, I haven't even got one yet. But um, and, and and the return, and that's the other thing. With Blue October is uh, their fans and how uh, loyal they are. Like I've seen one band twice, and that's been the limit. I usually would only see a band once. The fact that you can go and see what the the open book tours, or you can, and you can do meet and greets, and you can do uh, go to the shows over and over again. And how awesome that is. And I remember listening to your podcast about how hard hardworking they are and that they are on tour a lot. So that there are many opportunities to do that. It's really awesome. I'm never gonna give up.
0: Remember what Abuse did. It's time you look at facing
1: as if you in any way understood. So, from all the way over in New Zealand, thousands of miles and an ocean away, Facebook keeps Cheryl engaged and updated and allows her to feel the passion and the energy from the various posts about live shows.
0: I can't explain.
1: As well, the courage and bravery some display in doing what they can to help others that might be going through tougher times is something Cheryl finds inspiration in.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. And funny, because yes, uh, me diving into this kind of thing was as a direct result of that, seeing some video on Facebook and going, huh, ooh, there's a whole lot more. Wow, (laughs) I need to to see about this, you know. Um, And my cousin, who's in the UK, she she suffers with a depression uh, quite severely and so yeah she expresses through a lot of Blue October stuff how she's feeling and um, how she's getting on and so I see that on a personal kind of level within my family and then I, I, I do see it across all the fans and how they share and how they're so open with their experiences I'm quite in awe of a lot of people who put themselves out there and seek the support of the group, which is another amazing forum.
1: There's a definite connection here with the fans. Once you meet another blue October fan uh, or you find out somebody else listens to blue October, it's almost like immediately you have so much more to talk about and to listen to and share. And I, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know where that connection comes from. I'm trying to, to delve into it and to figure that out and to hear it from other people, you know, and it doesn't have to be in person is what I'm finding. And, you know, you're, you're doing a good job describing that.
4: Oh, it's amazing. And I, um, yes, if I would, could have a conversation with another person, it'd go on forever. It feels <laughs> like, um, I'd actually almost feels sometimes like we're in a cult. That's, you know, it's, it's that level of devotion uh, from the fans and, the awe in which they hold the band but particularly Justin in and I just feel amazed that that is how music brings us through through that medium it's just words set to music but it's so powerful and it's so great that nowadays because you know uh, in the past suicide uh, depression anxiety all of that stuff you just never really heard about But now we can put some light on it. We can say these people here actually really go through such huge struggles every day and it's okay. And we can be here to support you and we can try and help you. And um, everyone's here to to do that. No one's putting you down for that. That's how it is. But we'd like to help you through that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what you're talking about, you know, when you're sharing lyrics and reading stories on forums or you know facebook whatever it is you want to say social media now that's obviously worldwide you can connect with someone clear across the globe and they have a similar struggle and then all of a sudden you don't feel so alone
4: that's right yeah you can feel like it's only you you can feel like oh who else is this crazy (laughs) (laughs) who else has got this in their head you know um and then all of a sudden you read something you're like wow other people i'm part of the group I'm not struggling alone. I, I'm part of something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Other people felt that about this song or other people heard this song. Mm. And it moved them in a similar way. And it's like, oh, okay. So there's other people in this thing. Oh, all right. Well, what did you do? Or well, how did you take this? or You know, those, that type of connection that, you know, they're bringing forward and they're bringing to light and helping their fans through that they don't even really know about.
4: No, yeah, yeah, it's priceless, absolutely priceless. Exactly, Um, it's beautiful. mm, Yeah, it truly is. It's
1: really awesome how you can connect with someone instantly over just music, over a band, over somebody else's story that you know of and you might share in knowing with someone else. I wanted to share my own story real quick of how I went to a concert once with one plan in mind, and something else completely different happened. I had a date set up to go to the first Blue October concert in Dallas that I had been to at the Music Factory, and the date fell through. Last minute kind of thing. And so I decided, well, of course, I'm still going to the show. Two tickets by myself. So I go and I decide to get a Bite to eat first and, you know, grab a drink. I'm sitting at the bar. It's a busy place. And I start talking to people on my right. I talk to the guy next to me on my left, who turns out he's never seen a Blue October concert. He's here from out of town. He's a contractor. Does work all over the country. And when he's in town and there's music playing, he'll just go see it, the concert. And Blue October happened to be playing that night, so he was like, okay, I'll just go check this out. Well, him and I strike up a conversation and we start talking about different things and whatever. Got a while before the show and I ask him, you know, who are you here with? Are you waiting for a friend? Whatever's going on. He's like, yeah, I think I have a buddy coming. Well, keep going and, uh, you know, the, the buddy decides to not go or whatever happened with the other friend. And so I said to him at this point, I was like, you know, hey, I've got an extra ticket. Why don't you just take my ticket? And he offers to pay me money for it. And I was like, no, no, no. I've got it. Here, take it. It'll go to good use. No problem. Well, he, behind my back (laughs) a little bit, decides to pay for my meal as we're sitting there, which was super cool. And, you know, I give him this ticket and we decide to meet up over at the venue, which is just down the street in Irving at the music factory. He goes to do something else before the concert. I go into the venue and as I'm up on the lawn by myself, somebody from the venue comes and asks if I would want to, if I would want to be upgraded to the floor seats. Of course. Why not? My first time at the Irving Music Factory, but it was like, oh, of course, might as well be closer, right? So I text Jeff and I say, hey, good news. We got upgraded. Meet me downstairs (laughs) and get down there. Sure enough, he's he's down there in a little bit. And he says to me as we're walking in there, well, how close do you want to get? And keep in mind, Jeff is tall, lanky guy. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't care. I'll get as close as you want to get. Well, we got probably what would have amounted to about now, maybe fifth or sixth row. So my going with somebody else and being prepared to share this experience with somebody else, which took a a turn ended up meeting this other person who got me as close as i'd ever get at one of their biggest shows it was what a spectacular turn of events i couldn't have asked for anything better made a new friend in jeff and hopefully turned him into a blue october fan as well so just a great story couldn't Again, have asked for anything more, anything better to have come out of that night. I want to say thank you to my guests for talking with me, for sharing these experiences. I love how open you are, and in sharing, I really love talking to you. And thank you for listening again here today. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page and follow the show on Instagram. I've got some new and exciting stuff coming up. I guarantee you're going to want to keep tuned in. And with all that, until the next time you hear my voice, Keep graceful dancing. And you're a superstar on your own.
0: And I'm looking over your shoulder, getting older, and God only knows.